0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite de Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina, as well as Director of Operations and Communications, Rachel. Today, we'll be discussing a topic that can be difficult or scary for many of us, negotiating a raise. Why are so many women reluctant or even afraid to ask for a raise? How can we overcome these feelings? Lynn, what do you think?
1: Well, I think this is a matter of perspective. This is an opportunity for you to really get excited about um, negotiation and um, proving your or establishing your worth and climbing that corporate ladder, earning more money. So, but, you know, when we look at really that fear issue, I think speaking for myself, um, whenever you're, I've, you know, been in the position to ask for a raise, um, it, the any kind of sense of fear, it really comes from the feeling that I'm on uncertain ground. So, and to clarify, every situation where I've um, negotiated either my compensation or a raise, everyone has been different. Um, the individuals who are involved, um, and that really creates that sense of uncertainty that you're navigating new terrain. And so, you know, you're thinking, okay, how's my employer going to respond? Um, How do I need to quantify um, my value? And that's correlated to my worth. And so uh, another thing for me is that when I've looked at these, there's been the elements of uh, both conflict and rejection avoidance. So like many people you know I'm not fond of conflict (laughs) and you know honestly I'm not afraid of it but I do avoid it whenever possible I mean honestly life's just too short Um, and you know then there's this sense of fear of rejection and once again that tends to be pretty universal now I've been in professional sales for a great deal of my career and I don't let rejection hold me back Um, it it just doesn't because, you know, what's the worst they can say? No, you know, it's, you know, move on. So I really um, recognize that the, that there's these fears, right? Um, And then I articulate what they are in my own mind. And I really try to get in touch with my feelings about why a certain situation, whether it's negotiating a raise or something else, you know, why I'm, I'm, my feelings are the way they are. And that really helps me then visualize what's the worst case scenario, because that's one of my tricks. And when I visualize the worst case scenario, so whether it's rejection, someone saying no, whether you need to to work through uh, an intense dialogue, whatever it is, you know, then you're able to face it, at least for me, I am. And I can move forward, you know, from a situation that, um, you know, maybe has a little bit of negativity attached to it. And it has always helped me put things in perspective and then really get past the obstacle and really turn it around and pivot that so it's an opportunity and it's a moment to get energized and excited, um, and to take this on, um, and that's really been important for me. So, Rachel, um, how do you, um, and how have you uh, overcome these types, or had, what kind of feelings did you have?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, you, Lynn, are not afraid of conflict. I am totally afraid of conflict. I am so conflict avoidant, it's painful. And I think that for me, I don't necessarily come from a position of of being afraid of rejection, although I am. Um, But for me, it's just I feel like this might be the case for a lot of women, but I was socialized to be humble in a lot of ways. You know, be proud of what you do, but don't don't raise your hand or jump onto the rooftops and shout about it and talk about how fantastic you are. So for me, my biggest source of reluctance to ask for a raise is not wanting to seem rude and not wanting to step on any toes or make someone think that that i'm just too narcissistic and i know that these feelings are unfounded but it's very difficult for me to move beyond them so how can i move beyond it how can anyone move beyond it and i think this is advice that you hear a lot but i think that's because it's it's good advice and that's to talk to yourself like you're talking to your best friend. So if you're afraid of rejection, as Lynn was talking about, and you feel like maybe you aren't deserving of this this pay raise that you want to ask for, think about it like you were talking to your best friend. Would you, you point out what you've done, point out all the hard work you put in how much you've contributed to the company and point those things out and, and jazz yourself up to be able to go and do this. And Put that into action, and what I mean by that is when you're going into a negotiation for a pay raise, um, in order to lessen that sense of uncertainty that Lynn was talking about, it's good to, to have some evidence on your side, list the things that you do. Keep a time log when you're at work and make sure that you take note of everything that you do for this company and for your position and to accomplish your goals. And so this way, you feel like you have all the evidence you need on your side. And then I think thirdly, it's just to remind yourself that you deserve this. Look at yourself in the mirror before you go in and talk to your supervisor or HR or whomever and to remind yourself that you've earned this, you deserve it, and and that you'll you should get it and for me in my case every time i've negotiated a pay raise i've received it without much in the way of conflict because my supervisors agree that i've been doing a great job so i mean that's very lucky for me we are we're obviously not all so lucky but those are would be my tips for negotiating a pay raise tina
3: what advice do you have or not advice so much but what's your answer here well first, I'd say that I'm sure you're well deserving of it and that it has you know luck always plays parts in, in things, Rachel, but um, you, I am sure have earned every every bit that you've received. Here here. Um, I think this is, yeah, I think that this is a it's such an important topic um, because women just, for whatever reason, Men are four times as likely to ask for a raise than a woman. I don't know; you can fact check me on that, but that's a a a, um, a statistic that that I that I read. Men are four times as likely to ask for a raise. Negotiating is not inherent with women, right? We're not brought up. And to to Rachel, I think you mentioned that we are brought up to be accommodating and pleasant, but not necessarily. Um, um self-promoting as boys are right um i think that that boys are are brought up to be a little more um uh what's the word the boisterous and and um, boastful and uh girls are are brought up to be a little more modest and uh i understand that the girl scouts believe it or not girl scouts now have a new badge to encourage young girls to learn to negotiate so they have different classes and different uh, uh, tasks that they need to do, but they actually have a badge for young girls to negotiate. I think that's fabulous. Uh, there's a balance between being assertive and being aggressive. And Lynn, you and I have, have talked about this a lot, um, that that um, a, a man can go in and be and seen as being Assertive and being a leader and a woman comes in and says exactly the same thing and she's seen as being aggressive yeah. And there's a matter of changing this Perception and saying enough is enough. I am just as equal as that man that's standing there Um, and I have just as much right to come in and ask for a raise So I I think that there's a societal shift going on right now um in in the workplace and this is our time to turn the tables and stand up for, for what's right. It's not going to come to us. We have to stand up and ask for it. Um, it. It's not easy. And and Rachel, to your point, you know, it's it's it can be frightening. It sure can. It's it can get you out of your comfort zone. But when we think about all of the value that we're bringing um, to an opportunity to a to a job to to the projects that we're working on, we we have just as much right to be at the table as that man. So we have just as much right to be, to be asking for that raise. I'm off my soapbox.
0: Well, this discussion is off to an excellent start. These are some important insights that all three of you have shared. I really appreciate this. What are the best ways to prepare to ask for a raise or promotion? Tina, I'm sure you have some great advice on this. Well
3: I have a couple of ideas I mean, the first and foremost is that the negotiate right off the bat when you when you receive that first job offer start then um, there are men are are likely to to ask for for more money starting out or or ask for additional um, compensation where whether it be in money or be in vacation or, or something. Uh, but but men are again more likely to do that than women, uh, and you're you're setting the table by negotiating with your with that offer up front instead of just saying okay great thank you I'll uh, you know thank you very much this is this is you know I would have liked a little more but that's okay um, no negotiate see what you can do and and at least um, there you're putting your employer on notice that that you value yourself. And that you value what you're bringing that you want to think about that think about that as what is the value that you're bringing to an organization Um, and shift it off of being about you personally I want a raise I want to do this I want a promotion it's how am I really helping the organization what am I bringing what do I have to bring value to them practice this practice makes perfect uh, practice in front of a mirror practice rehearse it and you want to be sure not to get emotional um, that if you're doing something extra if you are bringing additional value if you're bringing efficiencies you need to make the case for what you are 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 doing um, so just be calm and think about it think about what you're bringing to the organization and and know your worth lynn what do you think
1: yeah. well this is this is this is a great conversation and I I love what you said Tina I'm gonna uh, do, do some practical tips and so these are my top tips number one acknowledge and visualize your fears so they won't hold you back okay mm-hmm. two think about the individual that you're gonna be talking to and you're gonna be making the ask to um, what's their motivation at work right um, mm-hmm. You really need to get into their head. You know, what do they prioritize? What do they need or lack? And how does your position impact their success? That's a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. What's their communication style? Um, and, and really, you know, everything you know about that individual and really getting that picture in your head is going to help you. And it's going to be invaluable in negotiating that race. So now number three know your objective. This is a good thing about Mm -hmm. Tina's point. What are you willing to negotiate? Women leave way too much on the table, okay? We're way too willing to just say, okay, yeah, you know, you have to stand your ground because if you push back and you stand your ground, they will give, okay, and stop talking, okay? So know your objective you're you are asking are you only asking for a a wage increase Um, are you asking for additional factors like as Tina said it part of the compensation your vacation time comp time increased responsibilities Um, so you need to be prepared to negotiate the entire compensation package and the job duties that go with it along with that raise so um, now Another thing is, you should be prepared with validation reports. So, these mm-hmm. are s- specific situations, the tasks, the actions, and the results that you achieved. And, you know, just having those in bullet points, okay? No big long song and dance, just a sto- bullet points about what you've achieved, you know, and have that really um, rehearsed so that you're prepared. And I just said that rehearse the ask. Mm -hmm. So it's a part. You're playing a part. So even if this is something that scares you, put yourself in that role. You know, have your reasoning, your data, and you need to be able to go through this without, you know, a lot of notes or any notes. Um, And you need to get to the point about why you want the raise. And I said this before, when you've made the ask, stop talking. Women have a tendency, I'm just doing it right now. You just keep talking. You know, they're a, silent because they're thinking what you, about it and you need to stop talking and let them talk and then mm-hmm. use that powerful pause. And remember to visualize the yes. Imagine yourself with that raise, you know, be enthusiastic and be positive, be passionate, you know, and Throughout that conversation, number eight, my tip, because I've said six was visualize, seven was be energetic, eight is to utilize the powerful pause during the discussion. So that's where you stop talking and you let them um, think and then tell you what they have to say and then you think and then respond. And so those are my top eight tips. (laughs) And the best ways to prepare. Um, Rachel, what, what do you have to add?
2: Well, I have one major tip. And so I'm going to bring this down to an even more practical level. And I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I actually got this piece of advice from my mom when I was negotiating a title change, in this case. And what she advised me to do was to write my job description. And with the job description, you have a you likely already have one um, that was given to you when you signed on, but tweak it work on it. You have a summary of what your position is and what your role is, but below that, you have a bullet list of your duties and your responsibilities. Be exhaustive here, write down everything that you do. Put the most important and most impactful things at the top, but make sure that everything is there. Below that, you have the necessary skills and education for this position. Again, be exhaustive. You need to know how to type. Put that in there. And then finally, you would have a section on the work environment talking about how you need to think on your feet, how high energy it is, all those other jazz. And that way you have a piece of evidence right there with you that lists for their eyes everything that you are doing to contribute to this company. And it's a lot. And once you have that, you are prepared. You feel might feel much more prepared for the for the negotiation, which Lynn just walked you through. And when you're going in for a negotiation, know what it is that you want. Ask, know what your target is and ask for more. So if you're asking beyond the median pay rate for your position, and you should know that, if you're asking for more than that, you should demonstrate that you're doing more than what this position would typically ask for. And for that, you might use those validation reports that Lynn was talking about. And then you have a figure in your mind if you're negotiating just a pay raise and not considering about vacation, ask for more. And that way, when you continue to negotiate hard and not leaving too much on the table, you, you still might get some pushback. Maybe you will get more than what you were setting for, and that's amazing. But even if you do get pushed back, then you might actually make it to what your target was in the first place. So those would be my tips for asking for the raise or promotion.
1: I want to add, I love, yeah, sorry, I I the the piece about the title. I mean, that is so important. And that's another area, Tina, Mm -hmm. I think you would agree that women, all of us will agree that women have lesser titles. And that is Mm -hmm. very important as you climb the ladder and you're applying for other positions and both internally and externally. So um, that's a really good point. Rachel, and I just want to, Mm -hmm. you know, cheer, cheer. That's a really important point.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very good point and excellent tips all around. What should you do if other people in your department are getting raises, but you're not? Rachel, what would you say? Well, what I would say, this is my piece of advice for a lot of situations,
2: ask, ask why you're being excluded here. Again, take this job description that you prepared before, and walk into your supervisor's office or make an appointment with them, whatever it may be, and ask them what concerns they might have about your work. Maybe ask them what more you could be doing and then ask them what you're doing well so that they can consider um, what you contribute here. But I think that if other people in your department are getting raises but you're not, there's something that's going on here. Either they don't consider you deserving it as much, or I don't know, maybe you already make more than they do because there's this strange culture of not telling people how much you actually make, but there's, there's a lot of information that you're probably lacking and you need to get it. And you might ask your coworkers what prompted their pay raise or their promotion or whatever it may be. This can be a little testy to, to, um, to navigate, but see if what it was that they did get some good advice learn from the best. and um, that's really honestly all I, I have here. Lynn, what would you add?
1: Well, I think that you, I, I love the thing you definitely have to ask, but, and another thing is I think you, you need to really make a sincere effort to dispassionately and honestly evaluate, um, you know, the other team members who've received raises. You know, how Mm -hmm. does their performance, their job duties and their responsibilities compare to yours? And this can be really hard. I mean, this is really hard, but, um, you know, and I I absolutely agree with, you got to ask why. But, you know, if you feel that there's an inequity and and then you sort of go through your preparation to ask for that raise, and during that discussion, um, you, ask questions you actively listen if you don't get that raise or an equivalent raise you know uh, you've got to ask why I mean wow this is so important you need to identify any performance refinements activities or skills that you need to improve upon and you need to establish a plan to achieve these objectives and set a date to revisit this compensation discussion, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, if during that dialogue you feel that there is a bias or favoritism that's occurring, you need to make uh, notes immediately after the meeting and then schedule your next meeting with HR and present your concerns. Um, Tina, what's your take on this?
3: yeah I, I think again it, it's important not to be reactive if we're finding out that other people are getting raises. I think it's important to be reflective, not reactive at the moment and reflect upon your own performance and what you bring um, what what your your assets are, um, your contributions, and do a comparable analysis with the other other people uh, within your department or or on your team. Um, and and to, to Lynn's point uh, an honest evaluation of of your skill sets and 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 what you're what you're bringing to to the team and what your contributions have been and then then I'd go in and talk with um, with my supervisor or my my manager um, and um, I would have information to make the case or at least to have a conversation an intelligent conversation and a A very poised and emotionless conversation on uh, why that why the races are getting somewhere else or at least to to have that information and ask why but have be able to in uh, to contribute to the conversation because you've done your homework before um, before going into talking with your um, your manager your supervisor about it Um, and it, you've already done that heavy lifting, if you will, with your research, um, and find out. And if you're not getting it, then find out what else you need to do to be able to participate. And to Lynn's point, if you're not getting anywhere, this is not acceptable behavior in the workplace anymore. Go and get this on paper, and and make sure that that um, if if in fact all things being equal, and you feel that that you're still not that there. It, that that everything is absolutely equal, um, and perhaps there was some favoritism there. Then at that point, um, you need to make a, a make a, a written case for that with HR, and look for another yeah. job. And look for another job <laughs> because <laughs> if you're in a work environment that you're not being appreciated, and you've done a good, honest assessment of yourself, and you you completely feel that you're doing everything that because possible to do that you are on par with with other people or maybe even doing more than others that are getting raises then that is not a workplace that is not a a, it's not a healthy workplace to stay within okay I'm done
0: thank you we have one more question and it comes from Alejandra in Miami Beach Florida Alejandra asks I just found out that my male coworker." who has the same job title as me, makes more money than I do. I feel that I deserve to be paid just as much as he is. How do I address this with my boss? Thank you for your question, Alejandra. Lynn, what advice can you share on this?
1: (laughs) Well, I I would, you know, re-listen to uh, our advice on question number two and, uh, you know, the, the steps and tips that we outlined for asking for a raise because that's the first thing you need to do. You need to schedule that meeting and ask for the raise. Um, you know, and then once again, you need to follow up with the advice we just provided on on this last answer. And if you don't receive a raise, or you've got to ask why, and you should be prepared um, at that moment for that powerful pause, and to raise a, a concern that you have that, you know, you know, where, why you're not getting that raise, right? And, and if you're not satisfied um, and that there is zero tangible uh, performance or skill justification for the compensation differences, you need to go to HR to present your concerns um, because these are really this is about gender bias now. Uh, most it could very likely be about gender bias. So I'm not going there because this is your question really is is you know how do you need to approach this? So and I think most of this podcast is giving you that. If you are in a situation where there is um, the fairness and equity is in uh, serious uh, jeopardy and question, and your company is not responsive. You do need to consider um, and take action and take this to the next level. Uh, You can hire an attorney to pursue an Equal Pay Act case, an EPA case. Um, You can file an EEOC, which is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission complaint. You can do these simultaneously or separately. But first things first. You know you need to ask for the raise, and you need to ask why, and um, so that you can and. To your point, you may it may be that you just simply haven't asked, and as soon as you ask for that raise, you're going to get that raise. Uh, Rachel, what's your what's your advice?
2: Well, the thing is, is that I mentioned this earlier. There's this culture in American workplaces of not disclosing to one another your compensation, and I get that that's somehow become part of what we consider to be polite. But the problem with this is that it gives employers all the power. Because you might think that you're making a reasonable amount, but in fact, you're making half of what the person next to you who's doing the same job is making. And that's really unfair. So, in this case, you've discovered what um, your male coworker is earning. So, in such a situation, as Lynn mentioned, ask. Maybe it's just the fact that this male coworker of yours asked for a raise. So, ask. But also consider the other surrounding aspects and factors that can be playing into this are there other people in this company with the same title beyond yourself and this co-worker well if there are then ask them how much they earn and find out what the bias is here if any maybe this particular co-worker is doing just a bang up job and is just rocking out with his position That's something that you would need to find out. Again, this is what you would find out in negotiating a pay raise. Um, But as Lynn said, if you find out that among your co-workers who might have the same title, you find that the men consistently earn more than the women, well, then you've got a lawsuit on your hands. It could be a class action lawsuit here. Or if it's just individual, if there's only the two of you, and as Lynn pointed out, there's no tangible reason why you should be paid any less, than you could have an individual lawsuit here. But overall, this comes down to, as with our previous question, just asking, figuring out why, doing the detective work, which is mostly just asking people. And then you will feel like you have a better sense of what you
3: should be doing, Alejandra. Tina, what advice do you have for Alejandra? Well, I think this is a little different question than than um, Alejandra, than, than what we, we covered earlier. I think I, this is someone that has the same job title, um, is male, which obviously flag one flag two makes more money flag three. Um, but I'm just wondering how, in fact, you, to, to, Rachel's point, we're not that transparent in the workplace on, on our compensation. So I was this, is this hearsay? Do you know it for a fact? Um, so I, I just fact checked myself there. Um, and I'd also think about the qualifications. I don't know if you've both come into the position at the same time, or if there's some seniority here. If the male worker has been at the company longer than you, um, that's that's something to to consider. Um, is there additional education that this individual has had? It, so, if is there, um, uh, there are they handling more accounts than you? I really need to to. Be very clear on on all of those things. And if, if in fact, there's seniority involved, then at what point should you be expecting? So all of these are just are, are, are ways of, of facts to be able to weave together a conversation, a very matter-of-fact, non-emotional conversation without being hostile. I, think I understand that Joe is is making more than I, or I understand that that there's some discrepancy, and I wouldn't make it specifically about that individual, just about some discrepancies in in the in the um, in the way in which raises are provided at the company. And what can I do to improve my chances of getting a significant raise? And it's significant, making a significant raise. Um, I wouldn't use the name. I wouldn't. I wouldn't point anything out. I would just. Um, make that part of my matter of fact conversation i understand that there are raises being given i don't feel that i've been given the right what can i do to improve my chances of that or am i what am i missing so it's it's having that, that active conversation and once again if you're not feeling satisfied and that's that that feeling that they're giving me the run around or this i i'm not it, there's not going to be parity in this position, then either move to a different department or find it's part of the culture of the of the corporation. And I would move on you after know, you have
1: a job. You know, one thing, Tina. I think that's also important to really take that positive, rather than put yourself in the position like, well, what more do I have to do? But really, I'm doing the job and doing a great job, and I want the raise. And I think well, being You don't I, think it's how can I improve my chances or how well, can I what can that, I improve? Yeah, but I you know, I don't know. Rachel can chime in here. I, I would definitely be uh far more proactive than that and, and ask for the raise. And oh I'm not saying don't ask for it. I would I would be asking for it. And if you're turned down or
3: if if that conversation, yeah. or, you know, what else can I do? What yeah, else yeah, is there? Yeah, because we don't always know. And I think you brought this up earlier. I, I, yeah. We don't always know how we're being. Ev- all of the all of the things that are, are in, taken into the evaluation process. Right, right. We, we'd like to, but but we don't. We don't. Um, and that that's where I'm coming. I'm not coming from you know, paddling in and 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 begging for a raise or or begging yeah. to be listened to. I'm just saying, you know, all right. If if you're not going to, then what what? Then put it back on them. What what? What can I be doing to improve my chances? So there's a nuance to that, and I I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Lynn, Rachel, and Tina for excellent insights and tips on this tricky topic. I hope they will help Alejandra and anyone else facing a disparity in pay rates. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite de Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. Be sure to follow us on our social channels to get all the latest updates.